for this Sunday, one of the most present moments before us is how this is the uh, annual recognition of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It has become an annual practice for so many of us of remembering, reflecting, reviewing his work and his words and his message. It is the regular checking in about how we are doing. Sometimes it feels like really the checking in about how much more do we have to do, frankly, how much longer the road is. So I confess, I come to this weekend in search of some magic. No, that's not quite sufficient to say. I come to this weekend expecting magic. I come to this moment having refreshed my reading and background and consideration of justice and expecting to be, because haven't I done this enough? Haven't we done this enough? Amen. All transformed and resolved and clear and justice is happening. Yes. That I would get it myself as an individual and that even more so that the world would, in fact, wake up. Wake now my senses, right? I wish for magic because I want to be relieved of the burden, of the work, of the demand on my soul and and yours too. I mean, I'm not just thinking about me. I'm like, you know, everybody. It's not just for my benefit, but I recognize how much, how much so many of us are deeply, deeply burdened. And how much I know in conversations it is, how shall we do this work? How shall we create a more caring and more compassionate and more just society? It seems such a great task for any one set of people to do. But wishing for magic is not how justice works. Certainly not on MLK Sunday. Like just, you know, what would MLK's wand look like? Just thinking about that for a moment. What would that look like? Wow. But, but it's not how it works. So I pull myself up emotionally, spiritually, (laughs) somewhat physically, prepare to greet the world that is still terribly broken and in need. And to realize how far we have to go to meet Dr. King's dream. So to that end, I could go on talking about justice for the rest of the sermon. There's plenty to say. Because this kind of Sunday is one for diving deep but it's also for picking and choosing and editing, um, leaving out so much stuff because there simply isn't time to look at all of it all in one year in any one moment. I could read and reread simply the passage from Rosemary Bray McNatt again and again and again, and that could be enough, frankly, and enter into that essential work of liberation and justice for all. 
But this year, in keeping with our January theme of finding our center, I want to more make this about an experience of why our care and compassion and motivation and the layers of all our feelings, recognizing all of the layers of our feelings in relationship with the world. Author E.B. White commented on his daily struggle to savor or save the world. It is such a struggle. So let us start simply focus with a reflection done together. And this is a piece I am sharing with permission from uh, the Reverend Sarah Lindsay, who is the minister with the Unitarian Society in Ridgewood, New Jersey. So in, join with me into a moment of reflection and meditation. And we'll share some silence afterwards, and then I'll close the sermon. I invite you to be with me in this moment. We come now together into a time of prayer and meditation. Find as comfortable a position as you can. Focus your attention on what is in front of you, the image on a screen, a spot on the wall, the stained glass, the windows. You're welcome to close your eyes if that feels safe or the better choice. Only as is possible for your body, take a deep breath through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Continue to breathe, not in a rush, but slowly, calmly, evenly. Let your body relax as it is able. You can unclench your jaw, relax your shoulders, get them down from your ears. Let your body come into its own stillness, even as you breathe in and out. The world can be overwhelming in its sorrow. We mourn beloveds and lost opportunities, cry over change we do not want, and failures we think we will be judged for. Sometimes the pain feels so unbearable, our chest tightens and our muscles ache, and we don't know where to begin to find ease. The world can be overwhelming in its demands. We must do this. We should do that. People need us to be or not be a particular way. The world needs us to act or not according to unspoken rules. Sometimes the asks that are made of us are so loud. We want to run Hide, sleep, push it all away. 
we don't know where we begin to find peace. The world can be overwhelming in its confusion. A frequent uncertainty, a reminder of our lack of control. The present and ever-shifting landscape we can barely grasp. The future and imagined world we can't quite shape. Sometimes the shakiness makes the very ground feel unstable. We search for solid purchase and finding none feel fear. We don't know where to begin to find our center. Take a deep and slow breath. It is true that the world can be so hard. Living these human, ephemeral lives of ours is no easy thing. It matters that we acknowledge that aloud to each other regularly. Life can be sorrowful, demanding, confusing. We affirm together that pain, lack of motivation, fear, are normal, reasonable human responses to the challenges of life. We honor this and we breathe. And, and we can also affirm other equal truths about the world we share and these lives we lead. The world can be overwhelming in its joy. Every day, babies are born. Folks learn new skills. Loving connections are made. Hearts are opened. Celebrations mark the moment of a lifetime with laughter and companionship and delight. The world can be overwhelming in its generosity. All over the world, right here in this community, friends take care of one another, meeting needs, witnessing to each other's lives with graciousness, spaciousness, and open-hearted giving. The world can be overwhelming in its clarity. There are so many truths we know without hesitation. The truth of each person's value. That honesty matters. That caring and compassionate community is stronger than any evil. That love brings us back to our center. The world can be overwhelming in its beauty. Waves crashing on the shore, throwing salty spray. Fireflies dancing in the dark of evening. The morning sunrise that glows on the horizon. 
every bud that flowers into a unique blossom. Breathe slowly, deeply, calmly. The world can be overwhelming. And so often tears will come, heartbreak and wholeness hand in hand. And at the end of the day, as we whisper, I love yous, to companions and humans and animals, or as we respond to the calls of our neighbors, or as we make plans for what might be. We affirm that all in all, it is worth it. May we be strong enough to hold all the truths, to experience the fullness of our living and let the tears come. May we hang on most tightly to hope and love, remembering that we are not alone on this journey, but surrounded by networks of mutuality and care. So, so may it be. I think the fullness of our lives is, in fact, the core of understanding justice because we have to ask and answer the question, how shall we live in all of the complexity of which we are a part? Not hiding in church, as Rosemary Bray McNatt reminds us, although it is nice to sit here for a while, isn't it? That's okay. But we are called to be brave enough to live completely, fully, entirely, and that we would want that for everyone, and that we would work for the same for everyone for all things and for, in fact, our earth as well. My colleague Richard Gilbert responds to E.B. White's being torn to savor or save the world. He says, I rise in the morning torn between the desire to save the world or savor it to serve life or to enjoy it to savor the sweet taste of my own joy or to share the bitter cup of my neighbor, to celebrate life with exuberant step or struggle for the life of the heavy laden. What am I to do when the guilt at my bounty clouds the sky of my vision, when the glow which lights my every day illumines the hurting world around me? Mm. No wonder I sometimes am looking for a little bit of magic to make it all okay 
without having to make the choice. But I am reminded, I am reminded by John Lewis's story of how what comes with life are indeed the storms. And you don't, you can't run from them. Our entire world is with us and around us. I think indeed that we are just simply children, scared and yet holding on. walking from one corner to the next, moving from one area to another. Realizing how fragile we are, how at risk the world is for breaking apart, and also how amazing it is when people come together and stay together again and again even when, and especially when, the work is long. We get to pass the holding and the care and the passion of all the complexity of life from one to another, between adults, between adults and children, between those who come after us, we will never meet. Even when the work is long. And so I'm at this point where I realize, hey, look, I found the magic. It is that wonder, that fully engaged life and love as we live in sorrow, in gratitude, and in beauty. I hope this moment has done something to replenish you and us. So let us go forth, having received the blessing and maybe even a little bit of restoration as we live into the great mission in our lives of serving and liberation and justice, knowing that all of these commitments and responding to this call that we have made is indeed big enough to be worthy of the entirety of our lives. This is good work that we have to do. Let us go forth. Amen.